0: Hello! This is Rory with the Love Chat, and today's topic is... Everything Reminds Me of My Ex. Now, this is video number 27. If you have a question you'd like for me to consider featuring on the channel, please write it in a comment below. And if you enjoy these videos, please subscribe and hit like so the channel can grow and reach more heartbroken people. Additionally, I have started a Twitter account for updates on videos and things like that. Reason being, um, these past couple of days I've had the flu... And I've gotten tons of emails asking, you know, if everything's okay, and when's the next video coming out. And so I wanted to start the Twitter account to kind of inform situations like that. So if you are so inclined, please follow twitter.com slash thelovechat. Oh, and before we begin, I have to apologize because I am still getting over the flu, which has been uh, not so great, which is why you guys haven't had the videos. Um, So I'm going to be a little nasal today. I apologize for those of you who are listening to this and have to suffer through my nasal voice. Now then... Everything reminds me of my ex. This is such a relatable topic, and I think we all go through this one. This is really something that, as we get through a breakup, is probably one of the most daunting things because it serves as a constant reminder that no matter where we look, there's always going to be something that reminds us of our ex. And so what can we do about this? Because I have heard from different people in different situations wherein basically, you know, A certain street name will remind them of their ex because that's the street that their ex usually takes to get to their house. Or a certain food because that one time 14 months ago, my ex and I went and got that food and now that reminds me of my ex. So basically, it's a situation where you just can't win, right? Your brain is doing this for a very specific reason. And that is because your ex chose to sever the connection that you had with them. And what half of these symptoms of a breakup that you go through are all based around getting that connection back. I mean, science proves that it activates the same part of your brain, uh, wherein if you were addicted to drugs and you're going through withdrawal, it's pretty much the same thing. And the next part of that is you and your ex are not in contact, or if you are, you are still craving the connection that you had. You you realize that the contact that you have is not the contact that you had. And so what you, what is your brain doing? It's trying to grab hold of of any connection to your ex that it can, be it through people, music, food, places, it doesn't really matter, your brain looks for where can I grab hold of my ex and feel that I am connected to this person, okay? And if you don't believe me, well, then think about this. You suddenly notice that there are way more love songs on the radio than you had previously realized. Well, what's happening there? Well, the fancy part of your brain called the reticular activating system, which is basically the part of your brain that determines your, your awareness and consciousness to things, is noting all of those little instances of, I used to do this with my ex, I used to have this with my ex, I used to see that with my ex. And it's making you aware of those things in an effort to become more attached or to feel more attached, a.k.a. not abandoned, right? And so... For the love song um, example, what's your brain doing? It's saying, hey, that's a love song. It's sad. Hey, that's a love song. It's happy. And it's making you aware of all of those things that already took place. Perhaps here's a better example. If you learn a new word and then suddenly you hear everyone using that word, well, maybe they were always using it. Your brain just didn't think that it was special because you didn't know what the word meant at that time. Right? It, didn't, it didn't seek out that word. So the reticular activating system is kind of funny in that way. Now, what can we do to combat all of this? Because if you're turning anywhere, to any medium, and you are still being reminded of your ex, how do you win? So basically, after applying all of my basic information, which falls to improving yourself, giving yourself time, talking to a therapist, and those types of things, what I want you to do is go back to those memories. Embrace them remember that event, and rewrite it. Treat your brain as though it's just a hard drive on a computer. And once you're done with a certain amount of information, let it go. Rewrite it. To give you an example of what I did from my own life, I was offered the chance to go to Disney World. And we all love Disney World, and it's fun. But my ex and I used to go all the time. And so I didn't want to go back to Disney World because I was afraid I would have a bad time. And my fear was I didn't want to relive those memories without my ex in the picture. And at that time, I really couldn't bear thinking, you know, of my ex not coming back. I just wasn't of that state of mind yet. And what I had learned was going back to Disney World, which I did end up doing, and allowing myself to rewrite those memories in the presence of friends allowed me to not forget what happened with my ex in that place, but it did allow me to turn that from a negative memory to a positive one. I was able to say, this was really fun, I had a good time with my friends, I had a good time at Disney World doing this or that, and instead of looking back and feeling painful at the memory of my ex at that place, I looked back more fondly at it, more positively. And I realized that It's one thing, one time in my life that I was grateful for. So rather than being afraid of that and avoiding things that made me think about my ex, embracing it, confronting it, realizing that this is going to happen whether I want it to or not, gave me a more positive view of it. And so I'm not going to lie to you guys. Of course, I felt sad for a little bit, you know, but it was for maybe 20 minutes instead of the entire trip. And so I hope this really shows you guys that we are capable of rising above. And it's important to remember that your brain needs these challenges to grow. I mean, if we don't improve ourselves during a breakup, what's the other option? Dwindling, becoming less. And if a breakup does anything, it's supposed to motivate us to do more, to become more, to date up. We can never go below the line that we've set with our ex, okay? You can't date down. You don't date somebody worse. You date somebody better, somebody who cares about you more. Now, yes, maybe that somebody is a better, new, improved version of your ex. Or maybe that somebody is a completely different person. But you've set a bar, and so your goal is not to go below that bar. You don't date down. You date up. Because you have learned, you have grown, you are more experienced as a person, and so your value has gone up. I did have one last announcement to make today, Uh, alongside the Twitter account, there will also be a website coming very shortly, and so I encourage you guys to look towards that, because in addition to the YouTube videos, we're also going to be offering some articles that you can read, and so stay tuned for that, and remember to follow the YouTube channel at twitter.com slash the love chat. That's all I had for today. If you found my video helpful, I'd be very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. Additionally, leave a comment below and tell me what topics you'd like covered in the future. Also, if you'd like to do a Skype coaching or email coaching, definitely be sure to email me at thelovechat at gmail.com. Until next time.